0: Boncast Man oh man well <laughs> here we are. I finally made it to Colorado by way of Albuquerque New Mexico out of uh, the very top northwest uh, corner of Texas. Amarillo to be exact. after I left Amarillo where I, you know we had the little uh, steakhouse incident, if you will, I spent the next two nights in New Mexico and man, I drove through one of the craziest storms I've ever been in my life. like literally, white knuckle 10 15 miles per hour on the on the freeway the highway whatever the hell you call it and it was it was easily i i've never driven a heavier vehicle or or a longer vehicle in such a crazy storm well i got through it uh safely made it to the rv park thank christ and uh yeah and that was the last uh that was the last of the storms i've seen many in the distance now that i'm in the mountain ranges of Colorado I was going to say where I am but it doesn't really matter I'm still I'm not right into the mountains in Colorado I'm just on the outskirts um but the views just absolutely stunning stunning I'm at Lake Pueblo State Park and it was a place that was highly recommended and then uh, tonight's my last night here as a matter of fact I've been here four nights and tonight will be my fourth night and then we're off into the mountains and honestly thank Christ It's hotter than Haiti here. If you can hear humming in the background. Yeah, I don't usually record with the AC cranked uh, and a fan on me. But it is hotter than a motherfucker here. So I have the air on cranked. I have a fan blowing on me. And I can't wait to get up into the mountains tomorrow. Because from what I understand, it's about oh anywhere from 10 to 20 degrees cooler. So. I mean, I've had a lot of heat since I've been on the road. All through Texas, New Mexico was hot as hell, and and now uh, the desert uh, parts of Colorado—they call it down in the south, southeast. No, south, yeah, southeast corner of Colorado. It's hot as fuck here. Um. Anyways, I, I didn't know that, and I'll, I'll get into some facts I didn't know about Colorado coming up shortly. But anyways, I'm really looking forward to going up into the mountains. Um. Apparently, you can get some crazy, crazy weather up there on the. On the hour. I mean, and I've watched it in the, from, the, from a distance. So uh, it's going to be pretty wild being up there. And then at night, I'm hoping, it, I'm hoping it doesn't get cool enough where I need to turn on the heat. Because that'd just be crazy. <laughs> Especially after all the heat I've been through. And the amount of I've had this air conditioning on. Um, but at night here, I'm not going to lie. It's still, once that sun drops behind the old Colorado Rockies there, boy, let me tell you. The temperature drops down to a beautiful, beautiful, comfortable temperature. Uh, last night, I had my first, believe it or not, everywhere I've been, uh, you either there's been a fire ban, Texas pretty dry and hot. Though there was a lot of rain, but still a lot of, um, just, there just wasn't an opportunity to have uh, a bonfire, if you will. Um, so last night, I had my very own. <laughs> it was just me and Tucker sitting there uh, watching the stars, the mountains. Yeah, because we, we started the fire. I'm not going to say super late. It was like 830 and it still wasn't dark here. So to have the fire going, um, the mountains in the background, uh, have my water. I had a good old chew and uh, that, that stuff saved me a lot. I know it's not the greatest for you, but fuck, it's better than pounding back a bottle of Pink Whitney or, or a Magnum of wine. You know what I'm saying? So I have some chew. I got me some some fine old Colorado legal bud, if you will. So, yeah, that's what I did. I left uh, New Mexico, oh, God, five, six days ago now. And um, my first stop in Colorado was in Pueblo, and I went to Walmart, stocked up on some, uh, loaded the bus with groceries. And then I, uh, I went right across the street, perfectly enough, was a uh, sweet old cannabis shop that I marched my little ass into, gave them my, my ID, scanned it, good to go, picked out some fine bud, and uh, I've been enjoying it up in the mountains here. And um, I shouldn't say up in the mountains. I am. I'm staring at the mountains as I do this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> there were so many people that didn't think I was ever going to get out of uh, Texas. Dean, Dean Blundell, for one. Uh, I think Lachlan Cross was another. James DeFru- DeFiorier, the guys that I do uh, Dean Bl- Blundell's podcast with once, twice a week. So go fuck your hat. <laughs> I made it to Colorado. I had a great time in Texas. Yeah, there was some up and downs, of course. I mean, uh, listen, life on the road isn't as as simple as I thought it would be. Not that I thought it was going to be simple, but listen, I sold my house, I bought a forty five foot bus. You know, it's not like it's brand new or anything. It's it's older, mind you. The engine is brand new, like in in terms of uh, Detroit um, or diesel diesel engines in in, in general. The Detroit 60 series engine that I have in this bus is top of the line. And Prevo's top of the line. And listen, it's a 95, so it's going to have some issues. Uh, And yeah, I've had some issues on the road. And it's made me... um, (laughs) Has it made me a better person for it? Yeah, I think so. You know, I knew there was going to be highs and lows. Uh, I wish I wasn't drinking uh, as, as bad. I shouldn't say as bad as it was. I've certainly been a million times worse. Believe me you. But... I I have I've got it under control again. Uh as of yesterday I uh got some some mushrooms uh in a in a capsule form. So they're already good to go for microdosing purposes only. Yeah, I'm not taking them to get high as balls and and uh it's just not my jam anymore. I just can't never say never, but um you know, I'm, I'm happy to get the microdosing capsules. I think that's going to be a huge game changer now for these next few months on the road. As I head up to uh, the north of Colorado, uh, my son will be joining me. Fuck, you know what? I'm so... I know I'm going to go off the rails here, but I have all these notes, and I'm sitting here, and I take time to to uh, write up point form stuff and try and follow an order. I've already jumped like halfway into the podcast, and, and I'm at the beginning. Uh, I have completely forgotten the notes. I think part of that is is I remember writing down stuff is really helpful for remembering about what you wrote. And I found it a huge help for me, especially when it comes to uh, when you have to memorize lines, which I haven't had to do in quite some time, but it is uh, definitely, it's a great tool for those who uh, need to memorize lines or, and work on that sort of thing. So you're welcome. Write it out and write it out and write it out again. And literally it'll just become uh, second nature when you go to talk about it. Anyways, when I got to Colorado, like I said, I went to Pueblo, Pueblo, I don't know how fuck you say it, Pueblo. I found an amazing place there after I scored my, my vegetables and stuff and whatnot from uh, Walmart and then my other vegetables across the street, uh, the Devil's Lettuce, if you will. I found this amazing golf course. It's called Desert Hawk Golf and Country Club, and man, oh man, what a spot. They had an amazing setup. They're part of Harvest Host, which I've talked about on previous podcasts. It's a place where you go stay for free. I bought an $80 uh, membership for for the entire year, and you can stay at golf courses, wineries, breweries, farms. um, And anyways, they had a fabulous location. It uh, it wasn't as shaded as I would have liked, but uh, perfectly flat, great views, and uh, man, oh man, their golf course was to die for. So... The first day I get there, I I have a tea time at one fifty, so I race over there. I get my, uh, I'm over there. I played with two unique motherfuckers. Probably one of the trying, most trying nine holes of my entire life. I've taken dates out golfing that were a fucking way grander time than playing with these two persons, if you will. Now, I'm not going to get into the whole entire thing because, and I know they'll never hear this, but like just be, it was a father and son okay all i'll say is the son wasn't all there and quite frankly neither was the father for the way his son was and behaved and for how old he was it was a sad state of affairs and it was a trying nine holes for bonzi i put on my my happy face i smiled i tried to offer my advice when when asked for and and they, and they wanted it first because here's I played amazing. <laughs> I love walking up to a golf course. I haven't played in like, oh, I don't know, since, since when I was in Houston. So like three weeks. And, uh, man, I just walked out there. Every single hole had a, had a stunning mountain view. And I just felt so calm and peaceful and like chill. And I played stunningly. My driver was on fire. It was amazing. I was fairways and greens, which, listen, I'm going to toot my own horn because, listen. I don't play like that all that often where I have the confidence to just walk up and know it's going down the middle 280 to 300 and then I'm walking up with my wedges and going, "Yeah, no problem." And I was putting everything on the green and I was stunned. The only thing that let me down this day and cost me a score in the 70s was uh my putter, which is usually a better part of my game. That particular day. And the next day actually I I did I played 27 the first day and 18 the next day. After 18 I tried 84 and, and, and I played way better than that, which, which is, which is odd. Um, I shouldn't say it's odd, but I, 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 my putter let me down plain and simple. I just, I wasn't making some crucial putts that I normally make. And, um, anyways, I was thrilled with an 84. Don't get me wrong. I go back to the bus. Uh, thankfully I played the back nine. I, I hooked up with this single guy that was a couple holes ahead of us. So, I got rid of the uh, two nightmares. <laughs> Good people, though. Don't get me wrong. Great people. Anyways, I, I went, I came back to the bus after 18 to, to grab a couple more. I, I needed a couple more buds. I didn't pack enough. And uh, I got some more water for Tucker. And I thought, ah, you know, I might just stay here. I got I, one step on the bus. It was a bloody sauna in here. And it was like, oh, I don't know, six o'clock only. So I was like, man. There's no way I'm sitting in here and waiting for it to cool down. I'm going out to play more golf. Great idea. The only bad thing was three holes in. I think it was the third hole. I'm on the tee deck. It's par four. And I'm still, I'm smashing the driver. I've got so much confidence in it. Well, I walk up, line it up, do my routine. Wham! And then next thing I know, my, my club head is gone. And it's gone to the point where I can't retrieve it. It's in the uh, environmentally protected area and like 10 feet of bushes and and and, and, and stuff. And listen, there's snakes here in Colorado. And I was going nowhere near that stuff to look to find uh, my driver head. I mean, it, it was beyond like it snapped at the bottom of the shaft. I was devastated. I was devastated because here's two reasons. I've had that, that, that baby of mine for, oh, it's got to be over 10 years. It was a I remember the club uh, exactly my driver it's a Adams Speed uh it is the, the company doesn't even exist anymore they got bought up by TaylorMade because they they their technology was superior and anyways I loved this driver it has done me so well for 10 plus years uh, but it was devastating because yeah I lost it and I don't even have it as a souvenir anymore but the fact that I knew fuck I'm going to have to swallow like 5 6 Maybe even $700 on a new driver. And that was just like, oh. And I was so dialed in with that goddamn driver. I just, I literally was playing amazing with it. This past few years, uh, the T-Dig game has never been my nemesis these past few years. And I loved that bloody driver and now it's gone. Second problem was I don't carry a three wood either because I had so much confidence in my driver and I have a five wood that I love and it's old as shit too. Probably the same age as the driver, if I'm not uh, mistaken. And this driver, this five wood, I, I can hit at 250. So I had no other choice but to hit uh, five wood off the tee for the rest of the round. And actually, it 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 didn't do me any better, but it certainly didn't do me any worse. Yeah, I had some longer iron shots in, but I mean, I just it's simple. You routine swing, smooth, keep your head down, and and I I've been hitting my irons great, so. Uh, I played the next day. I played 18 holes and I shot uh, 85. No, you know what happened? I shot 83 the first day. Sorry, the first 27. No, first 18. was Fuck, you're all over the map, Bonzi. Give me a break. I shot 83 in the first 18. Then I went out and shot a 40 on the second nine. Then the next 18 was an 84. One stroke worse than playing with a driver, without my driver, I should say. So, do I go and spend 600 bucks on a new driver when... I kind of don't need it, but I really do because there's nothing better than, I don't know how many of you golf out there, but there's nothing better than smashing a driver. And especially when you have the confidence to smash said driver down the middle, 280 to 300 yards, fucking great feeling. So I'm going to go test some drivers. But I don't know where. I don't know when. Listen, I'm on my way to the mountains, like I said, in the next uh, tomorrow for the next four or five days. Then I got to make my way to Denver because my youngest son, Brad, is coming here. We're going to be rocking. Oh, my God. We're, we're crossing the I-70, which goes all the way through the mountains, all across the top of of Colorado, from Denver all the way into Utah. Then we're going to spend a couple nights in Utah. We're going to hightail it through Utah. Yeah, there's lots of beautiful scenery and stuff there. But I'm, when you drive across that whole place and you, you've seen well, rock formation, you've seen them all, uh, we will spend a night or two. But um, it's not very uh, 420 friendly there, if you will. You know, it's a big Mormon uh, state, and it, um, we won't be spending very much time there. Put it that way. Our time will be spent in Colorado, and then uh, we'll hop and s- skip through Utah pretty quick because uh, then it's Nevada, and there's tons of cool things to do and see in Nevada, including Vegas, baby, which uh, we'll definitely sp- be spending a few nights at. Um, in fact, we'll park the bus, and I'm actually going to get my son. Uh, he's 19. He's never been to Vegas. I've been twice, but we're going to park the bus and spend uh, two or three nights. I haven't decided yet in a, in one of the hotels in on the Strip, and I'll take him around and show him a great time. We'll do some magic shows. So I'm really looking forward to that. And then we're off to California. Uh, we'll be spending a few nights in the desert. We're going to go out to Joshua Tree. Well, what's the other famous park out there? Uh, Devil's something or other. Anyways, I've got it all written down. There's some really cool stuff that I, I've got to see and do out there. And then Palm Springs. We'll do some golf in there. I've got a guy who's part of the uh, Squad for Life Brotherhood that I'm with, uh, Scramble Golf. Big shout out to them. Go check their stuff out at www.scrambleclothing.com. A little shameless plug for them. And I love their stuff, so go check them out. And anyways, uh, wicked dude there uh, who plays golf. He loves golf as much as I do. So we'll, we'll play a couple days of golf in uh, Palm Springs, beautiful views all around there. I'm sure there's some great RV parks to stay at, and then we'll make our way into LA to see my oldest son, Ty, who has uh, moved there. uh, God, it's gotta be three weeks now. And uh, just shot a video the other day uh, for his, uh, for his new single that he put out cruising. You're going to love this video, man. I've seen the outtakes and stuff and uh, some behind the scenes stuff. It looks absolutely incredible. So look for that coming up in the next little while. As soon as it drops, you'll be the first to know through, through me. Anyways, yeah, so my son's coming. I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, it's just going to be amazing memories made uh, once again. So there's, there's going to be so much to see and do across the mountains in Colorado, Nevada. I mean, I, I just it's going to be incredible. Uh, listen, a uh, huge shout out to my guy, a friend of mine, who's a friend of a friend. He's my new friend now. I love this guy. But I didn't know him from a hole in the ground. I got to spend one night outside of his house when I got to Colorado in, on, his, on, his, uh, on his street there. And this dude hooked me up with some bomb, bomb-ass uh, microdosing uh, capsules. So I'm super thankful to, to uh, my new friend. And one of the craziest things about this dude, so he was born in Europe. And I watched him grab a Coca-Cola out of the, out of the box that was sitting on the counter, warm as piss. And he fucking cracked it and just chugged her back. And I was like, dude, that was warm Coca-Cola. And he's like, oh, yeah, yes, I know. I'm like, that's disgusting. Can't you feel like the just the the carbonization and the sugar just eating your teeth away with like, I don't know if you've ever had a sip of warm Coca-Cola, but that's exactly what it feels like. Okay. Cool. Ice cold Coca-Cola. There's, I don't think there's too many better drinks in the world out there, especially when you're like ragingly hungover and you get a McDonald's fountain Coke. Uh, with lots of ice and uh, not too much but it just it has to be cold or or a freezing cold like glass bottle of coca-cola oh oh my god just to die for anyways warm out of a can no 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 and still just fucking no <laughs> it's the grossest thing i've ever seen uh, i just every time i watch and the, the dude drank like oh my god six or seven And I only sat with him for about four or five hours, smoked some crazy-ass weed, put me on my ass. Holy shit. Anyways, I'm not sure what I was more bombed out about, the weed was so sick, or this guy drinking uh, room-temperature warm Coca-Cola that I think I could hear his teeth just sizzling and rotting away. (laughs) Oh, shit. What's up next? Anyways, uh, be off to Denver in about four or five days after going up into the mountains. Uh, We'll spend a couple days. We're going to rent a car. I'm going to park the bus. We're going to rent a car into around Denver area just in a car so we can access more places. You know what I'm saying? I think that's been one of the um, drawbacks of this trip, if you will, is that um, you're pretty limited. And I found this out pretty quickly. And and I kind of knew, too. But you're limited to where you can go and park and get into places with a 45-foot bus. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it is there's been some times now luckily i've been it, I, I learned it pretty quickly i did G- old Gwag here realized that this mother uh fucker of a bus is is long and you have to be head smart before you pull into a, a parking lot or whatever you have to have eyes wide open and see if there's an an exit route uh where you don't get yourself in a massive massive predicament That you simply don't want to be in. You know what I'm saying? So it uh, has definitely limited some of the cool places that I'd wanted to see and go to. At first, I was worried about pulling a toad, as they call it. It's like, yeah, just pulling a car behind you, nicknamed toad. But I I thought, you know, man, it might be good to get like a scooter. But then you got to get the platform on the back and weld it on. And it's just one thing after another. So I think, you know, I've I've come this far. I've been on the road almost three months and uh, without a toad. So I think I'll wait till I get to California and then I will look at once the bus is parked and I'm, you know, typically I get, I'm not typically fucking idiot, basically living there, uh, trying to make it and the bus will be parked and I'll be living in it. I think I will, uh, look at buying a, a cheap old car or, or maybe even a motorbike, uh, maybe with a sidecar. I could find one with a sidecar for Tucker. Uh, if not, I'll just grab, um, you know, one of them special backpacks that I could put Tucker in, so that I can go to uh, to places, you know, and get around without uh, having to drive the forty five foot bus around in and around L A. Which, uh, as we all know, or you you might not know, but um, it won't and isn't the easiest, Won't be and isn't the easiest thing to do. So the goal is in L A. Park the bus, Malibu area somewhere. Get a get a beater. Get a get a motorcycle or something. Uh, Maybe even a moped. Who knows? And then um, that'll be my transportation around uh, L.A. area whilst I'm living there for the time being. Anyways, that's about, geez, what are we looking at? A month, month and a half away, give or take. Anyways, I'm pretty stoked. We are still a long way from L.A., but we're not that far. And we're going to go through some really cool places. It's going to be an interesting time, to say the least. Let's move on to some some stuff going on around the world, shall we? How about uh, the NHL? Like, God damn it! I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this once and once only. I'm gonna get it off my chest. The Leafs. It's just. It's just what they do. It's who they are. Uh, us idiots will still pay to go and see them play once we can again. I. I listen. I'll be damned if the Leafs win a cup in my lifetime. Then well, holy shit! It'll be. It'll be some special crazy day because I think we are literally the number one sports franchise in the entire world that is in the biggest drought. We suck. We suck in the playoffs. We just don't know what to do. We got the best players. We got everything. I thought the chemistry was there this year and uh, we still got dusted. We didn't get dusted. We lost in game seven, like cripes, but goddamn Montreal, goddamn Carey price. And uh, I'll be damned. I can't believe the Montreal Canadiens after, after going seven with us and they had no right uh, even getting to seven games. then, they go on and dust the Winnipeg Jets four straight. Are you kidding me right now? I don't know who the hell they think they are, but Jesus Christ, they they have no right being there. If, if you would have told anybody, even I got, I got best friends that are Montreal, Canadians fans. And they, they, they didn't even see us getting the, or see them getting past the Leafs. So, I mean, this is a kind of a miracle. If you will, Carrie price is just astonishing in net. Um, but then, you know, above that, the, the team has played pretty good. They, they just found that after down 3-1 to the Leafs, they just found a new gear and, and haven't let up. Now, now that being said, I don't think they stand a lick of a chance against whoever comes out of Colorado and the Aval- um, ah, Fucking Vegas series. You know what I'm saying? Uh, two, two dominant teams. I think they'll absolutely destroy the Montreal Canadiens. I think that little fairy tale ride will be over. God, I hope I'm right so I have at least a little bit of of, uh, uh, of grease I can throw back on my, my Habs buddies. You know what I'm saying? Um, one good thing about the Vegas-Colorado series is no matter who wins, I will, and my son, will get to uh, see a game. So that's pretty awesome. I don't care if we see a game in Colorado. I don't see, uh, care if we see a game in, in Vegas. I just want to see a game. And that would be so dope to say I got to see a playoff game um with my son whilst touring around the usa Ah, man i just scratched my shoulder fuck did i ever get some sun today i went on uh two hikes already and then sat outside and did some work too and even though i was in the shade man i still think you're getting those uv rays because we're we're way closer to the sun you know man i got i got a little uh i'm not gonna say burnt burnt but i definitely felt that when i just scratched my shoulder uh, what else is going on? Uh, Tampa Bay looks good, don't they, in the show? I'm loving seeing the Islanders uh, up on Boston. Fuck the Boston Bruins. I'm so sick of them, too. The only time I like the Boston Bruins is when they're playing the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, but I hate them both. Anyways, I hope Boston gets dusted by, uh, by, by the Islanders. Um, Tampa Bay, like I said, is definitely laying a beating on, on Carolina. Be a big comeback for Carolina if they can come back down from 3-1. Um, and then, you, like I said, you got Colorado and uh, the Vegas going at it hardcore tied 2-2. So those are going to be great games. Uh, I think both of them play tonight. It's amazing how um, the, the NHL has been given special uh, uh, rights now. So if, a Cana- say, the Montreal Canadiens do end up, well, they are playing a USA team coming up in the next round. That USA team is going to be allowed to come up to Canada and play the games. Now, I'm, I'm all for that. I really am. But what I'm not all for is these fucking different rules for different things. And we make them up as we go along. You know, the Toronto blue Jays, poor Jays are stuck in the shithole armpit of America in Buffalo. Like who the hell wants to be there? No offense to my producer or my manager that lives there and some other friends, but Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not Toronto. It's not their home place. You know, it's just not home. And I feel terrible for them. So, all these sports athletes have been vaccinated or, or 90% of them have, I think is the number now. Um, and, and they're almost there with the double vaxxes. So why can't we open things up again? The, the, like, I think we're at the 60, 65% range now where people have been vaccinated. So why can't we open up uh, sports stuff again? I know down here in the States, they're, they're definitely getting there. And a lot of places have been packed, which is great. And it should be the same way in Canada now. We've got the vaccination. Up, so what's the problem? Like Montreal was allowed twenty five hundred fans, and then the Toronto Maple Leafs on their last game were allowed five hundred fans that were frontline workers who were vaccinated. Whoop the shit! How about how about two twenty five hundred the same as Montreal got? Well, what was wrong with that? Um, you know what? Pfft, I'm on a roll here. Why not? What about this? I'm so saddened by the uh, these two hundred and plus. Two hundred and thirty-five, I think, bodies found in in Squamish, BC. I believe it is. Uh, sorry if I'm wrong about that, but somewhere in BC, at the um, these these uh, uh, homes that we had for these schools that we had for the Indigenous kids back in the day, and the, this is horrendous. This is horrendous, goddamn news. Over two hundred plus bodies found of these poor kids, and then and then our our prime minister, you know, what he comes out and says, "Well, well, geez." Uh, As a father, I'm just devastated by this. And, ah, geez, I just couldn't imagine. Yeah, bullshit. Devastating to you? How about you fucking take care of these people, you fucking chump? How about you get them some clean drinking water? How about you do a lot more for them than you have? And you promised Gord Downey you would do. This is embarrassing. There's got to be accountability for this. And I don't know where it starts, but it starts with you first and foremost, I guess, as the prime minister of the country and figure this shit out. Because this is enough. These poor people don't have any clean drinking water and you're sending billions of dollars around the world to everybody else. What about our own people? God damn it. Anyways, you got to do something about this, dude. And and, and, and you better do it soon. Somebody needs to be held accountable for this. the, The church... The, 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 the government, somebody, okay? Let's, let's get this right. Let's get this right for once and and, and and stop the madness. Let these poor people live in a goddamn great country. We're all privileged to live here. We have all the amenities we need, fresh drinking water, the power, electricity, you know, this and that. These people have nothing and you've done nothing about it. And it's a disgrace. And it's got to stop and it's got to stop now. Okay, that's all I'm going to say on that. Do, do the right thing. Do the right thing as a prime minister. All right. <laughs> what a way to add a podcast. That's it for Bondcast number 14, I think. I got some great guests coming up on some future podcasts that I'm uh, working on and that are in the works. So you'll love this. And then a new live show coming up soon uh, in the next day or two. And I'm working on a great guest for that as well. I think it's almost uh, said and done. Uh, loving me some campfires as I stare out at the mountains here in Colorado. And, uh, this legal Colorado weed is pretty awesome too. So listen, have a great rest of the week. It's hump day or no, it's tomorrow's hump day where, where, uh, when you'll be listening to this, uh, as I recorded this on a Tuesday evening and, uh, listen, take care of yourselves, love one another, be safe out there. Fuck the masks. If you got vaccinated and stuff now, you don't need the masks. Okay. Put them down, put them down. We're, we're all good now. Wash your hands, still stay safe, and uh, just take care of one another. All right? Don't forget to follow me on YouTube. my YouTube channel, Trippin' with Bonzi. A lot of great content coming up there uh, very soon. Tonight, the next four or five days in the mountains, that's all I'm going to be doing is working on my editing and getting content out on there. And then go to TikTok, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, and follow me at Bonzi Live, where I'm posting stuff each and every day. Okay? that's it Boncast is over love you guys take care bye Welcome to the broadcast.
1: do